Welcome to a new episode of the India Independent Films Podcast. This is Rahul Desai, a um, film critic for Film Companion. I have with me as usual Uday Bhatia, film critic for Mint. Uh, we are on a special episode today. We are going to be uh, not discussing any specific title as we usually do every week. Uh, we are going to be, since it's already the half year mark, I can't believe that because it feels like uh, 2023 just started and I'm still not sort of coming to terms with it because on some of my invoices i'm still putting 2022 so uh, as um, as ever time is passing faster than we could have imagined so we are at the fair mark 6 months down uh, end of june right now so we thought it'd be a good time to take stock and uh, look at how the year has been so far in films and um, and in shows and it, it basically depending on between both of us what all we've seen together uh again let me just mention here that this does not include every single title released in every single language across the world uh we are film critics we can do a limited number of releases uh, every week but uh, so far it's been a very interesting year um and normally it's around this time we start to get a little fatigued in terms of like how much we are reviewing and what uh, in terms of say hindi cinema per se so and we have been feeling that lately quite a bit uh uday only recently said he's never seen such a bad phase in a lot of years i saw his uh, status um we are going to discuss that as well but we'll be it's better we go i think month wise so um uh, january just feels like yesterday so that i'm just going to let you maybe begin with uh, um begin with the beginning of the year yeah it it's actually uh, we uh, we we decided to do a special episode because the film that we saw last year at least the one uh, the last week was uh, was this nawazuddin film uh, called uh, sheru words tiku and that was so bad that we realized that there's really nothing to talk about that and even if you like i mean i, I was reading your review and uh, you know uh, i was just remembering when i was writing my review of that like the the reluctance to even start talking about the film is so palpable that you know <laughs> the film has to have been like really bad because like yeah. most of the time we are talking around the film about other things <laughs> and because there's just you know so little to talk about the film and unfortunately that has been the case for a lot of this year and uh, it's not been a it's not been a great start uh, to uh, to the hindi cinema year first half yeah. um the the uh, the the first release was not a very encouraging <laughs> one uh, that was um, uh, that was kutte uh, on uh, <laughs> on the 13th of jan and um, Uh, a a strange film i guess we may as well start with that uh, yeah. uh, rahul you uh, uh, kutte we um, so I, i i i was expecting i think more from this because of a very kind of um, it, it did have a very chewy cast and that that should have been fun uh, you know uh, nasir tabu konkura sen sharma radhika madan uh, kumud mishra and it had like various uh, vishal bhardwaj uh, uh, collaborators on it uh, it mm. was directed by his son asman bhardwaj uh, first film and uh, unfortunately the the um, the influence of vishal was very very strong on the film yeah. 
but it just felt like a bad Vishal film in the end. Uh, has yeah. like time changed any of what you thought about this one? Yeah, not at all. I'm glad we're discussing this like six months later because normally you think that with cast as solid as that, maybe eventually time might be kinder. But I suspected then as well that time is not going to be kinder to this film. Uh, it was, as you said, you know, very forgettable, very... Uh, Vishal Badwaj hangover is too strong. It just felt like a film school project uh, based on what he already knows about filmmaking. Uh, you know, I do hope that the future is more promising, but it, it was it was a very forgettable, um, uh, you know, sort of first, technically the first Hindi film. There were hopes, though, because uh, we had heard about this film last year and we were hoping... Uh, after looking at the poster that, you know, it can't possibly be like a bad film. And it turned out to be that. It was very incoherent. It was very all over the place. Very, um, yeah, it, it was very messy. So it, it wasn't a promising start to Hindi cinema per se this year. And it was also, unfortunately, a sign of things to come uh, in terms of films, in terms of feature length films. Because, of course, we'll also discuss a few OTT shows that I, I think I've watched quite a few of them. Uh, which I'd be happy to sort of talk about later. But in terms of Hindi cinema, Kutte is a fair indicator of where the year was going to go. Because um, if we're going to discuss like Jan in general, uh, I was away for most of Jan. But uh, I do believe that the only Hindi film that changed things then was Pathan. And, you know, uh, I think that was the only Hindi film uh, that sort of was worth discussing in the whole month. Uh, the, you know, that said, it, there weren't a lot of films releasing in theatres uh, in January. There were a lot of OTT films as well. But uh, I, I think Pathan was more or less on everyone's minds and it did break records. Now we can say in hindsight, of course, uh, it's one of the highest earners in Indian cinema. But uh, uh, it, it says quite something that, you know, the biggest sort of moment of Hindi cinema in the year comes in Jan and it's never going to really match up to that again. And that said, it's not like a great film or anything, as most of us have pointed out. It's yeah. it, it's, it's as be, at best sort of a middling, goofy action film. And it did well for many reasons other than cinema itself. And uh, uh, a lot of people are still talking about Patan. So you can imagine what's been going on in the last five or six months. It's... Um... It's a little weird now. I mean, uh, you weren't even here, right? You weren't in the country uh, yeah. when it released. Yeah. And uh, it must have just been weird to you seeing the way it erupted. Like, yeah. I don't think any of us could have really uh, uh, predicted that, uh, considering that the trailer was kind of like people were a bit iffy about it. None of the songs seemed to be catching on until the time the film released, and then suddenly both the songs kind of exploded uh, yeah. in uh, while people were watching the film itself. And that was just—I mean, it's—it picked up a, a crazy momentum like a few days before the thing opened, and it just—I um, don't know—it just—it just never stopped, and it—it uh, it didn't make sense really beyond a point because. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. It wasn't even like, you know, like you've had similar uh, kind of crazes where a film just, you know, everyone goes nuts for it for about a week, like, you know, Bajrangi Bhaijan or like the PS1 uh, or yeah. you know, stuff like that. But those were those were still better films. I mean, Pathan, uh, it, it was a, it was fun. 
uh, it was silly but uh, it just it just wasn't that great and it's it's not like i can remember like a lot of scenes uh, uh, you know uh, the uh, five months later but uh, it's just basically the thing i just remember about it is the success and yeah. the you know people going crazy for it and less about the film itself yeah it was an event right like more than a film and i think eventually that's what as you said we'll remember it, it the success is what uh, we're going to remember down the line as is the case with a lot of bollywood blockbusters in the last uh, 15 years or so uh, a lot of them earning a lot of money haven't been great films uh, i'm not talking about the salman khan ones only i'm to- even talking about the amir khan ones or any any sort of khan film breaking records and like uh you know sort of um, making the news is um, uh, most of them as is the case with hindi cinema and the sort of fading of the superstar per se most of them aren't great films but you know pathan sort of came at the right time i guess and um, you know good for it that it's it's sort of still uh, more or less in the news uh, sharukh's next release is due in september or october i think and that is jawan but uh, you know he's still riding the wave of uh, he's still riding the wave of this success of patan and uh, and you know fair game because he's not had a success for a while and it was his comeback after like almost four and a half years so uh, so yeah that was mostly the talking point of jan um, you know other than that it, it was uh, i'd also like to given that we are in jan right now um, you know it, it'd be a good time to also maybe point out that probably the most um, the best thing to come out of hindi cinema in january was the netflix show trial by fire uh, mm-hmm. i'm not sure if you've seen it um yeah i, I saw i caught up with it later hmm. i i did i did like it uh in yeah. as in i i, I thought that it's 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 kind of riding that whole true crime uh yeah. wave uh, even though it wasn't more you know not as much about the crime uh, as mm-hmm. as the you know aftermath and how people deal with it uh, i i found i found it quite moving and and uh, quite tastefully made without yeah. being like overly you know it's it's not something that i would revisit uh, mm-hmm. probably but I, i i was impressed uh, i i think you reviewed it and stuff when it came out yeah yeah i did review it and uh, you know i i was also quite impressed i i wouldn't call it the best show of the year so far or anything but again you know very solid show solid filmmaking a lot of solid writing and probably for me so far one of the best performances of the year in rajshree deshpande um sure. yeah the way you know uh, first of all long form acting is very different from you know the feature film acting we seen in this cinema and we've seen a lot of narratives about um, say a grieving parent or a wronged parent wanting to get justice for her uh children or for a crime done to them uh, and here she is fighting obviously the system itself we've seen this template over the years in so many different languages in so many different ways but i feel like rajshri deshpande really it's a very physical performance very unusual in terms of hindi cinema you could actually see her uh, and you know um the passage of time in such shows is always a very tricky thing because writing can only do so much uh, the production design can only do so much her performance was the passage of time in this show and the way her physicality changed over uh, the period that she was fighting for her children who died in the in the fire um just that entire sort of very bureaucratic struggle the struggle against a system that's never going to end um uh, to see her age through the show uh, knowing how you look how she looks originally 
you know not a lot of prosthetics used it was all body language it was all sort of spirit per se and uh, i have not seen that kind of physicality where you see a character or a person actually almost age through uh, the period of a show because as we know shows are mostly shot in and around 6 months and uh, this did feel like 8 to 10 years did this did feel like without really looking at her face or you know the way her face changes a uh, uh, a few more wrinkles uh, uh, the her hairstyle changing nothing like that i'm talking about just the physical language of her performance which for me was a stand out and for me uh, i think it was easily like right up there in terms of performances when i do make my year end list there's no doubt that achidesh pande will be uh, you know right in the reckoning there i think this it's also worth mentioning that you know we've spoken a lot about how uh, these web series have uh, kind of revolutionized uh, casting and also kind of uh, brought to the front uh, a lot of actors whom we'd see like in in smallish roles in films and sort of cherish them in that but they wouldn't really be getting the big chances and now they are and it's you can see the difference with you know a couple of other performances which i thought were just adequate and mm. possibly did not like sustain over the you know over the scrutiny that uh, that a show puts you through uh, mm. whereas in a film would have been fine i'm thinking of karishma tanna in yeah. uh, in in scoop and also uh, uh, um, sonakshi uh, in uh, in in the hard and mm. i i don't think either of them is yeah. a bad performance but i don't think that they have that the depth and mm. the uh, agility and and just you know as you mentioned the uh, you know the the physical commitment to the character that uh, rashi deshpande brings in in this one and i think it's going to add some i mean i, I think a lot of uh bigger film stars are going to kind of come in and uh, try their hand at at streaming tv because it's frankly just better than films right now and they do probably want to work in you know in in good productions but it's also going to be interesting to see how which ones adapt to it like which ones can really uh, pull it off and and which ones don't i thought shahid did a great job in yeah. farsi uh, yeah. so that worked but mm. you know for for every you know for every farzi then there is uh, there you know there will be other performances that mm. kind of uh, uh, don't quite deliver uh, and mm. actually i guess we could segue into farzi now because yeah. that is uh, that's that's in february uh, for me i think the uh, you know the the show of the year and uh, for till now uh, it's my mm. favorite and i i uh, it's um, yeah I, i think it's probably and the best show or film that i have uh, mm. seen uh, this year till now uh, have have you uh, have you done much uh, thinking about it since it released yeah i mean that's uh, uh, that's a good point and that's high praise also because uh, it, it has been a fairly good year for shows in general and as is the case mostly almost every year we have at least four or five standout shows and uh, yeah farzi i i'd say it's one of my favorite shows of the year as well and i have it's right that i have been thinking about the show because first of all raj and dk make some very rewatchable shows right like i yeah. i mean it's yeah. a kind of shows that you can take seriously while watching while reviewing uh, or for the detailing and then 
also when you're hungry and you want to eat and you're looking for something to reward just for the heck of it the shows qualify for that as well you know for your meals and uh, i i've been doing that with family man both seasons and uh, I, i think i'll be doing that with fuzzy as well as you said you know shahid kapoor uh, i feel like excellent performance very underrated because he shahid kapoor because he's a star so a lot of people maybe could not see past his that typical sort of arrogance of that rags to riches thing which he has with in most of his roles but the difference is it worked here in a long form sort of story yeah. uh, the way raj and dk directed him the way they channeled that uh, uh, that that sort of uh, hubris that he brings to the screen for no reason sometimes i feel like uh, i feel like they did a very good job of sort of writing that into the show and uh, in general the cast is excellent like vijay sethupati was great fun uh, zakir hussain as we noted when i think we discussed this uh, you know one of the standouts in uh, one of the better moments also uh, some of the best moments in the show was because of him uh, all in all i think fuzzy very entertaining perfect mix of that entertainment and uh, you know some sort of substance um, because they are going to be probably it is a sort of spy universe of raj and dk so it's going to at some point join with family man and i hope it gets enough mileage you know eyeballs on the uh, on streaming so that both universes can merge because that will be great fun there is a manoj bajpayee sort of voice cameo in this shikant uh, mm. tiwari so uh, so yeah great hopes like lot of hopes pinned on farzi uh, i very much enjoyed it i It'll also to, you know it uh, uh, sorry uh, to jump in but it looked great it was shot by pankaj kumar i thought it was yeah, yeah. underrated in in just how you know uh, how fantastic it looked every episode just had that uh, wherever they were shooting it just you know there was there was a lot of thought put into the framing and the production and it just it, it looked like a million bucks and uh, that for me is something that i have you know i i feel like uh, indian streaming is still not quite there like in terms of like a you know just a visual approach i don't think they are as um, uh, they are as ambitious with that as they are with their storytelling i think their storytelling and the uh, the performances and and the directorial ambition and all i think they're killing it on various fronts uh, while uh, but uh, not uh, not as much as i would have hoped with the uh, you know with the look and i thought uh, uh, farzi really did a great job out there uh, it, it it's so much fun that you kind of underrate the looks i saw more people talking about how great jubilee looked and jubilee looked fine i, I it, it looked very impressive and there was you know was, there was a lot of like nice angsty kind of uh, noirish photography in that which is great uh, but i thought Uh, Farzi was underrated in in just how uh, how fetching it looked, which is not new for uh, Raj and DK, but uh, I thought the series especially looked great. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's uh, pretty much uh, what something that as you said, you know, because in long form narratives uh, we tend to focus so much on the obvious uh, things, which is writing and performances and direction. Uh, it's a good. point to bring up because fuzzy is not the kind of show that ultimately lends itself to a visual language as say jubilee would or as say even a the hard would for that matter because of the setting fuzzy is very much set in bombay and also yeah that's a sort of good dimension to bring up uh, as far as uh, hindi cinema is concerned in february a uh, very interesting month a very interesting mix of titles because there's a akshay kumar title which was a selfie there's a 
there's a Karthik Aryan comedy, Shahzada, there is a Hansel Mehta film, Faraz, and there is an Anurag Kashyap film, Almost Pair with DJ Mohapat. <laughs> what do you make of? I mean, basically, all bases have been covered here. So it's yeah. just like. So I, uh, I haven't seen Shahzada. Yeah, uh, and it's whatever you have to. and whatever lost is i haven't seen that either so yeah. uh, you're welcome to go at those uh, <laughs> i uh, i unfortunately did see the kashyap and uh, it's if if anything it's like it's aged worse than i thought in my head <laughs> uh, it, which is like really sad i really hope kennedy is a return to form at least i think it is a return to a more familiar tone for yeah. anurag kashyap uh, you know and uh, so I, I, at least it might be the kashyap of old uh, or trying to return to that whereas uh, almost pair with dj mohabbat uh, kind of continues a, a frankly confounding uh, sort of um, uh, run that he's been on since uh, since Manmarzia, which was 2018. After that, he made Choked, and uh, then he made Dobara, which was a film where I I swear, if you subjected people to a blind test, no one would say that it was Kashyap. There was <laughs> no way you could guess that yeah. it was an Anurag Kashyap film. It's, there's there's absolutely no chance. And uh, then almost we are with DJ Mohabbat, which at least had Kashyap's themes sort of to an extent, but was just so weird and and mm. kind of unwieldy and uh, just uh, like unsure of itself. That uh, yeah, I, I really don't know what's going up with uh, going on with with him, and it just. Uh, yeah, it, it 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 just felt like such a um, such a strange attempt to kind of make a young person's film. Yeah. Uh, it, it, uh, that uh, it, it it was very awkward to watch. Uh, we hmm. saw this one together, actually. Yeah, I remember. Uh, it it was. I I'd say I'd go out on a limb and call it probably his worst film because and we have seen choked and uh, Dobara. In fact, was my least sort of offensive Kashyap film in the last three or four years since yeah. uh, Manmarzia because as you said you know very sure very bland very unkashyap and all but again you can still watch it I did not get pissed off while watching like I did while watching Almost Pair with DJ Mohapath which reminded me of how RGV went off the rails almost you know it reached that level in the sense that okay I'm going to make a young film catered to youth love jihad make some political undertones here and there and also you know speak in the language of the younger generation, and he did go on record later and say, you know, I did like sort of make it uh, after looking at my daughter and wanted to uh, very curious about that generation. But um, but yeah, it, like typical sort of boomers making young films, uh, Kashyap is no different, you know, from say an yeah. Adi Chopra or anyone else who've been approximated sort of either million either millennials or Gen Zs. Uh, this was really uh, totally out of depth, Kashyap, and. Uh, as you said, you know, I hope he returns to form with Kennedy. Uh, I won't be holding my breath, but uh, but you know, again, I, I just hope he doesn't go the RGV way because you know he is from that fold. He is uh, he has made it to a certain level globally. He's very happy to be in festivals all over the world, on juries all over the world, and he's earned it. But um, I hope he doesn't sit on those laurels because there are people like 
the people that he idolizes like the Scorseses and the Tarantinos, sure, they are on juries, they are all over one one film in two, three years that they make, but they are still making great cinema even at that age. And I hope Kashyap knows that he has to continue making great cinema or at least acceptable cinema for the next 20 or 30 years to be even be in to even be sort of recounted in the same breath as the greats that he idolizes so much like this cinephile that he is. The uh, problem so, with Kashyap also is that he's kind of in the Soderbergh mode, right? That he can't yeah. stop making films. He'll be making films whether he's making good films or bad ones. Yeah. But he will continue making them. It's no, he, he can't take a break. Even when he says he's going to take a break, he really can't. Like, he'll, he'll be back with, like, maybe two more films next year and then two films a year after that and whatever. So, yeah. it's... it's 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 just a question of whether you know it takes a turn for the better and he's finding like you know he's finding his his rhythm again because it, the films are going to keep coming it's he cannot do what uh, you know what his idols Scorsese or whatever would do which is like take seven eight years off and then make one great film and then disappear again and uh, so on he's, he's he needs to keep doing stuff and uh, Unfortunately, he's in that period where he's doing stuff and is just is just not working. Yeah. Uh, let's see with Kennedy. I guess we should be able to see it sometime later this year. Uh, yeah. so it's done the rounds of some festivals. Uh, why don't you uh, talk about Faraz? Because I missed it when it came mm. out and I saw it later. And uh, it was... Uh, it surprised me a little. I... Mm. Uh, I was expecting something like the the Rajkumar Rao terrorist yeah. film, uh, yeah. uh, what is that, Umata, which yeah. I really hated. I, I yeah. thought that was just a terrible, terrible film. Uh, yeah. But uh, this was something different and um, I thought very totally directed and yeah. uh, it was it was quite... Uh, I mean, I was very gripped by the whole thing. The only, the the thing that kept nagging at me and is still not really, I couldn't really figure out even at the end is why this film, why Hansel Mehta? Like, I, I that I could not understand. I just, I cannot get his motivation for wanting to make this film. This particular story, I, I don't understand why he thought that he was the one who needs to tell this particular story. Uh, that, no, that's a good point. And as you said, you know, I agree with everything. Very totally directed. Uh, very smart, sort of very gripping. The action is, uh, you know, it, of course, it's based on a real life incident in Bangladesh. Uh, terrorist attack. Um, uh, and it was highly publicized. So uh, in terms of in terms of craft, I think it's as good as it gets. It was it, it keeps the viewer right in there. Reminded me of sort of... Um, the United 93 director's sort of um, vision, like what's his name? Paul Greengrass. Um, Paul Greengrass. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So in term, like as you said, even I sort of expected an Omerta or even a Shahid or something like that. But it was uh, the genre was totally different. It was very much an event film, almost like a. And it did parts of it did remind me of Nidja towards the end, especially with the mother. Um, uh, sort of giving a speech, um, right. but uh, but yeah. As for your question as to why Hansel, that's a good question. But the only explanation or the only reasoning I even gave myself while I was reviewing it is that um, Hansel, whether he likes it or not, is a very politically sort of expressive filmmaker. He has his opinions. Um, 
he is working with sort of uh, people like Anubhav Sinha and uh, all of them are sort of uh, on one side of uh, on one side of the discourse. So I think because you're that filmmaker and also at the same time, he is one of the most in-demand OTT filmmakers right now, thanks to Scam92 and now Scoop. So uh, I think because of that, he ha- he wants to say certain things about India. Uh, say, for example, Faraz was basically a good Muslim, bad Muslim narrative almost, right? Like, But not as simplistic as that. He's finding nuance in the good Muslim, bad Muslim narrative uh, uh, especially from the exchanges between, you know, Paresh Awal's son, which is an irony, Aditya Rahul, who is very good in this also. Uh, <laughs> he's good, yeah. Yeah, he was very good in this as the brainwashed sort of jihadi sort of uh, uh, Muslim boy. And, um, and you know, it, it was, in that term, I feel like it was the sort of narrative he wanted to explore without explicitly making it Indian, right? Because I feel like a lot of filmmakers, liberal filmmakers, these days have to find a little more creative or roundabout ways to make their comments about uh, what's happening in India and uh, sort of the extremism here. So I feel like you choose stories maybe nearby India or maybe it could be Sri Lanka, it could be Bangladesh, it could be Pakistan for that matter. And uh, more or less the subtext is the same. Because if he had to choose uh, something in India, you can't choose the Godra riots thanks to, you know, whatever's, uh, thanks to the uh, sort of where we are right now. You can't choose... Uh, the Sikh riots after a certain point because uh, it has been done so many times and uh, the government is cracking down a lot of filmmakers trying to sort of have their uh, voices felt. And after the entire sort of Tandav controversy, I feel like these filmmakers are being a little more careful and therefore trying to say, trying to pass uh, their opinions about India through narratives in other countries. Because more or less when this happens all over the world, the narrative is universally the same, right? It, it is sort of... Uh, extremism against uh, the people who didn't go wrong and you're the protagonist or the hero per se is a privileged person uh, so it's a very interesting point of view in that sense because normally privileged people tend to be the villains in a lot of these uh, films or uh, tend to be jackasses uh, so I-, I thought it was a very interesting choice of narrative it does seem random if you look at it from the outside but I do feel like Hansel was trying to say something about India through it while also not really exploiting uh, the Bangladesh uh, sort of event and the identity and the specificity of what happened there. He was also fairly balanced about that. Yeah, I wonder if the film was reviewed in Bangladesh or like had yeah. like uh, had many you know reactions out there. I'd be interested to see what they mm. uh, what they say. Um, the Mm, I don't know if there's much that either of us want to say about selfie, except oh, that uh, an action hero kind of uh, raised yeah. the bar for that kind of film to a very mm. high level, and uh, this was uh, just quite quite disappointing. Really, uh, I am not like Team Hashmi, but I know that there are people who still feel that he's, uh, you know, had not had the career that he should have. And uh, I don't think this film convinces me, uh, you know, that there's like a great second innings uh, waiting for him. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, 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 there's really not much to yeah. really off on that branch. We can move on to hmm. uh, March and um, yeah, another uh, bunch of... Um, fairly disappointing films. 
I yeah. guess the least disappointing uh, one was uh, Bhir and yeah. maybe Gulmohar. Uh, yeah. I'm yet to get through Bhir. I saw like about half of it. And uh, it's really, I mean, for me, it was, uh, it's just so well-meaning uh, that uh, kind of wore me down. I thought, <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, we've, we've just gone through that time and to just see yeah. it put up there without much nuance, without much imagination, it's fine. I mean, you know, you have a bunch of good perf- performers there and uh, it's all done with like great sincerity and it's fine yeah. but I, I think you know maybe uh, the what is the new Shahid film that was also set during the pandemic um, the one that we just reviewed uh, uh, that at least you know that's setting a story in that time and it's kind of using that to an extent as the backdrop. And I felt out here that really the, the film was the was the yeah. pandemic uh, rather than, you know, uh, anything happened. And I personally, I, I wish that the stories themselves were stronger and, you know, everything happening in the background was happening in the background. But out here, it's very obvious that their first thought was that we will make a film about the pandemic and then secondly okay what can we do to kind of you know thread things together yeah. uh, you know kind of irritated me hmm. yeah that's uh yeah that's pretty much reflects even what i thought about it you know fairly well-made film again i feel like anubhav sinha and uh, and ansel mehta and um, and um, a lot of the filmmakers must be probably having a drink together and sort of discussing how to put their ideas out there uh, and what should be the foreground, what should be the background. Sudhir Mishra, for that matter, also. Uh, <laughs> it just, as you said, you know, I mean, it is uh, it is the background of a lot of films that they make. Uh, it's the Sudhir Mishra made everything foreground, but yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I had to mention Afwa in the same breath because I just, I'm just... Uh, wondering what their sessions must be like. I when... think Sudhir Mishra kind of nodded off in the middle of that session or, you know, went off somewhere to have a drink and then came back and he missed the whole part where they decided that they have to be subtle and not, you know, put everything obviously. And he, he did the exact opposite of what everyone else was doing. Yeah, he was like, let me be the, let me be. Let me do what they are doing on the other side and let me do it in our voice. But uh, if we thought Bede was unsettled, obviously we'll come to Afwa later. But uh, yeah, Bede, um, you know, again, black and white, little pretentious there, no need for that. But, uh, um, you know, craft-wise, again, I have no qualms like I didn't with Faraz. Um, you know, a little on the nose, obviously, a lot of little stories happening around the border between two states when the lockdown happens. So, you know, first of all, very brave to sort of even, uh, ha- you know, have the sort of uh, courage to make this film right now because a lot of filmmakers might just opt out at the scripting stage given the sort of CBFC, give, given the government uh, sort of crackdown on a lot of artists who want to tell stories about how the government failed. Um, I thought, yeah, it was in that sense, sure, uh, great, very well-meaning, as you said, great intent. But, you know, the film is... I wouldn't like. I wouldn't imagine it would end up on our like top five of the year or anything. Um, 
fairly watchable film again but uh, you, you know anubhav sinha isn't known for nuance as such but he's also known for like his very strong opinions that they did come across in beat uh, not much to discuss on on that front otherwise um, let's talk a little about two films in march that uh, that were more or less for me um i liked or disliked or middle liked on the same level which is gulmohar and zvigato also um right. i think by zvigato time i was traveling so i missed right. that i would have liked to see that actually it was it's a very uh, interesting film because i w- i would love to you know sort of talk about it whenever you do watch it eventually because i did have the same feelings about zvigato that i did about gulmohar you know there are pockets of what the film could have been there it's a good cast uh, some decent performances i thought uh, kapil sharma was pretty impressive in zvigato very uh, un kapil sharma like performance uh, well cast very sort of sweaty uh, workman like performance which you don't ov- normally associate with you know comedian sort of uh, acting in films and uh, but again you know i thought there was it was a little weak on the craft front uh, i felt the same for gulmohar's writing uh, i felt like it was obviously clearly inspired by monsoon wedding and the director also was mentored by meera nair at one point um, they are very close so it, it, it is one of those films that feels like it's better on paper than uh, you see the final product like it's about a family uh, joint family living together again you know it's it's more or less the same thing uh, very uh, sort of um, Uh, event happens uh, uh, you know and there are three generations of the family so it could have been obviously much better than what we did see i did see a lot of people liking golmor and zvigato for that matter zvigato did go to festivals as well uh, but my overall feeling is underwhelming uh, and it was mostly disappointing with both the films if i look back at them both of them right now because i wanted to like both of the films more than i did eventually and sure in terms of the standards of what we have been making and in terms of the genres they are straddling uh, slightly above average but that's still not good enough we should be asking for more from filmmakers like uh, them especially a newer filmmaker uh, like rahul chatela in gulmohar and or even uh, for nandita das vigato even though I, i haven't thought much about her films over the years i still did think that she had something here and it did not come through eventually there were obviously other um, you know films uh, in march which we won't be talking about like mrs chatterjee was in away the terrible rani mukherjee film which again you know all intent no execution to juti mein makar which was probably the bigger hit of the month but uh, yeah. these are the two films that really were worth at least some kind of discourse so yeah that brings us to um... april and i was out for a little bit of april mm-hmm. and uh, i think the first film that i saw when i came back was kisi ka bhai kisi ki jaan yeah. which uh, made me almost want to uh, quit uh, my <laughs> job uh, and uh, yeah not not the first time that's happened this year but uh, yeah so that was insanely bad I think the bright spot in April was uh, Jubilee, which uh, yeah. was the uh, the old Hindi film um, uh, set uh, story uh, directed by uh, uh, Vikram Motwani. Uh, I at least uh, I, I would say at the very least it's probably the most ambitious production mm-hmm. that's been undertaken this year. 
just in terms yeah. of you know the you know ev- in 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 every sense i think the the most ambitious storytelling musically sonically visually i think ev- everyone kind of was going out on a limb for this one uh not all landings were stuck uh, perfectly but uh, there's really a lot to take in with with this i i thought it was kind of fascinating hmm yeah i agree i and i think we discussed this on the podcast you definitely uh, it worked for you far more than it did for me but as you said you know very ambitious show uh, probably one of the most ambitious shows i've seen <clears throat> in the short streaming sort of lifespan of hindi uh, storytelling um motwane of course you know fascinating filmmaker uh, gets a lot of his craft right in jubilee um not all of it lands as you said but uh, i feel like now that i'm looking back on it i'm not going to change my opinion about it at all but uh, i do um, there is recollection value i do remember bits of it i do remember the 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 feeling of watching 1940s 50s in the cinema without getting too campy about it without getting overly sort of uh, serious about it as well um, and it just uh, uh, you know i obviously um, in terms of like a top heavy year already i feel like jubilee also visually and sonically one of the more interesting shows of the year um yeah. good But, good uh, work by amit trivedi there yeah, uh, no. <laughs> considering we trash him yeah, no. a bit nowadays and uh, and the kashyap film was kind of hideous uh, mm. the music was by him but yeah. uh, he he came back pretty strong with jubilee very very smart pastiches of of the kind that we saw that we knew that he could do it with bombay talkies uh, sorry, uh, sorry bombay velvet and uh, he kind of does it again and uh, very uh, the uh, some of the music was really smart couple of uh, couple of shows worth mentioning i am not sure i don't think you've seen them but for how bad they are uh, one is uh, uh, pratim das gupta's toothpuri on netflix which was a show which should i was just rooting for someone i'm just hoping for someone to make a show modern indian show about vampires uh, as you know and this is about vampires in calcutta but it and again more or less you know sort of almost period set but um, terrible show terrible craft no sense of rhythm uh, terrible performances uh, concept far better it just works as a one line i don't know what netflix was doing after that um, that and another z5 show called taj uh, which has been in the news for a long time it's about the mogul era uh, kings and uh, about saliman anarkali about uh, an entire sort of it's supposed to be now six seasons it's supposed to go on for i think we've already completed one or two i did uh, i i did watch the first one i did not like it at all but uh, z5 seems to be it seems to be a success of z5 this year and it is you can't deny the scale of the show it was mm-hmm. terribly campy it was the opposite of jubilee if you have to like look at it that way but uh, Uh, you could sense that you know uh, you could sense that it's very crowd pleasing and a lot of people seem to have liked it for how bad it is also um, mm. a lot of new actors lot of um, very very sort of kitschy production design nasiruddin shah sort of sleepwalking through the through the last parts of his career which is very sad to see because i kept thinking he could have been doing so much better than this rather than just committing to a long form show like this but i'm sure you know the scale was sort of massive and uh, it has been one of the 
sort of commercial successes, whatever that you can call in OTT, uh, in the OTT ecosystem this year. Uh, in terms of um, in terms of feature films, as you said, Kisi Ka Bhai, when you came back, great welcome for you, terrible film, Mrs. Undercover, Radhika Apte, going down, uh, very bad film. Um, did you watch Song of Scorpions? I think, did, did we talk about it? There? Oh, no, no, we didn't talk about it and uh, no, I, I missed it. I'll just, yeah, sure. uh, I'm gonna catch it on streaming. Hey, uh, was it any good? I, I yeah, didn't hear I, anything about it, strangely. Uh, yeah, as fascinating I, I, film because, uh, as you know, everyone knows, Irfan Khan's sort of last release film, uh, maybe five or six years after it was made, Anup Singh's yeah. film, uh, uh, very impressive on many fronts. Uh, doesn't totally land, but fascinating performances by Gold Shifte and uh, by Irfan Khan, very strange coupling on paper but the film works on many levels in terms of you know it's sort of uh, visually I think you would really like this film uh, because I mean I'm it's one of the 1000 titles this year set in Rajasthan but again very interestingly made uh, it has a very literary sense about it like a lot of Anup Singh's uh, work does you feel like it's a book that's been adopted into a film and uh, of course Irfan Khan very haunting performance his character is very interesting in this film and so whenever you do watch it it'll be interesting to talk about the themes in it because it is a very layered film uh, it would be uh, fun to go in depth especially because it's probably the last time we can talk about a irfan film sort of live um but yeah in terms of april that's pretty much about it uh, did, but, uh, uh, did did rocket boys uh, second season also come around this time and and did you watch it i never got around to it though i i think i was one of the I guess I was more of a supporter of the first season than uh, than, than some of you. I, I did enjoy the first season. I, and I thought Jim Sarb was excellent in the first season. Yeah, Jim Sarb was excellent. I really enjoyed his performance in the first season. But the, but the show itself did not work for me in the first season. I just thought it was really weakly made. Uh, even though, you know, oozing sincerity, oozing nobility. But I can't. I can stand films like that. I can't show, stand shows that go on for like seven or eight episodes. Uh, so that's why I didn't watch the second season. Otherwise, I would have normally routinely reviewed it because I'd watched the first season. But uh, I did not have sort of the bandwidth or the courage to watch the second season. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just happy that you have a limit to your bandwidth of, of watching <laughs> things. It's, it's... Uh, yeah. uh, that joke has been overplayed. But yeah, um, me... Anything about yeah, May? I think we're in May. Uh, and um, yeah, is uh, is May the hard? The hard yeah, is May in... is the hard. Mm. Uh, yes, we may as well start with the hard because yeah. that, uh, I mean, that's certainly, I think, been the buzziest um, uh, release, um, well, you know, streaming release of, of the year in terms of like how many people were talking about it mm. uh, once it came out, along with Farzi, but I think the hard, like, um, went beyond that and yeah, um, yeah I mean uh, we we um, we kind of uh, uh, both uh, saw the thing as a thing and then reviewed it and uh, I think uh, you could go back to that discussion uh, but uh, how has it sat with you um, any uh, any changes since we talked about it any thoughts I still yeah I mean we did uh, sort of discuss it in detail and uh, 
it is one of the more interesting discussions we were this and i i still sort of feel the same about the show i quite liked it uh i really enjoyed vijay verma's performance i still think sonakshi as you said you know solid performance but lacking detail uh, gulshan devaya you know terrific uh, very difficult role to play if you ask me to play the uh, sort of uh, nice man but not the male savior at the same time uh, it is the sort of character that has become a, become a bit of a sort of one note cliche over the years so i thought gulshan devaya was terrific as that a uh, good cast overall rushed last episode so i still stand by i think that was a very i mean i thought it was a very smart show very clever very well written has lot of layers is politically and culturally expressive and uh, the drama is pretty good you know making a serial killer show uh, entirely original not based on anything uh, specific um, i thought it's as good uh, a job as that could have been done and not surprising coming from uh, um joya akhtar and kakti um the hard for those of you who haven't watched it it will end up on a bit a few year end list i'm sure uh, one of the better hindi web shows of the year i did watch another one which sort of wasted my time uh, even though it was a very high profile release around the same time as the hard saas bahur of flamingo by oh, humi right. yeah. Yeah, yeah it was the hot star show basically and uh, lot a bit of hope going into it because homi is uh, interesting will make i hate using the word eccentric but his storytelling is the closest to that uh, sure. and he does do a lot of that with his feature films there a lot of them are hit or miss a lot of them are gimmicky uh, probably sort of attention seeking concepts and quirkiness uh, that he uh, a, a lot of which we see saw the worst of in saas bahur flamingo eight episodes could have been interesting could have been a little like arya you know the susmita sen show that she was heading but uh, this one again set in rajasthan again made by very urban gaze of how looking at uh, sort of rural rajasthan very interesting concept because a woman led sort of drug cartel uh, in that terms like narcos set in rajasthan but a woman led drug cartel where the grand uh, three generations uh, two generations of uh, women heading head by uh, dimple kapadia but uh, again you know it's far better on say as a synopsis than it did come across as a show i think a lot of basics were off a uh, lot of the rhythm wasn't there i think it's it surprises me how many times i say this when it comes to like like filmmakers like who have been working in the industry for 15 or 20 years who have been making films and shows for a long time we don't usually say this about say global shows or global films we talk about or the hollywood films where we you can actually pinpoint saying the craft is weak and one scene isn't going into the other properly or it isn't edited properly or it's very choppy the pace is very choppy these are basics that we don't usually mention when we talk about hollywood uh, productions and this i find myself talking about this a lot when it comes to indian shows and indian uh, films and uh, it's a pity really because if, if that is the first sort of quality check and if that you can't sort of first level of quality check if you can't pass that level that bar then you know getting into the storytelling and all is almost futile i think that's also uh, i think that's also perhaps just a bit of slight bit of condescension that is still there in terms of that we are making episodic uh, uh, hmm. tv uh and even though they know that streaming is a very different beast than you know than the shows that they used to make for regular tv out here in india 
I think there may be that slight little bit that you know we don't need to have that amount of rigor that we would have for a feature film with some of these people, uh, which is why when something like uh, you know uh, uh, Made in Heaven or a Patal Lok or something or a Jubilee comes along and someone really does uh, you know pay attention to you know every aspect. And you know, just doesn't phone it in on on any level. You you can tell the difference sticks out because yeah. uh, I think there is still that mm. that lag which is there. And um, uh, scoop comes the next month. Actually, what was May? Yes. May <laughs> May Afwa. had the Afwa <laughs> Kerala story releasing <Yeah. laughs> the same weekend, which is funny. Uh, Kerala story uh, I did not review because you know because uh, same, the same way that you know I don't review hate speeches I, I did not uh, review Kerala story and um, uh, I don't know if you did or uh, uh, did no, you no I didn't I didn't even watch it for the same reason you did I review films we watch films we don't we don't watch like uh, hate speeches um, so yeah I, I think we passed that uh, stage where we can easily tell what is made for what so so yeah Afwa same week uh, uh, I think it was <laughs> amusing week and, a, and a very fun <laughs> double header I guess if you oh, saw yeah. both films because Afwa goes in it's it's like a warning against the country that could produce films like right. the Kerala story <laughs> it's uh, Sudhir Mishra in burn the house down mode <laughs> And uh, it was a lot of fun. I think that was the thing that surprised me the most about Afwa, that there have been a lot of well-meaning films and a lot of films about how the country is doomed and stuff in the last few years. And I don't think any of them has been a particular joy to watch. But Afwa was at least a lot of fun, if not like completely coherent uh, at all times. Yeah, I agree. It was uh, it was like fun in a very campy way. You could see that the filmmaker, like Sudhir Mishra, obviously, it's almost like a no fucks given sort of approach to to the kind of storytelling he wants to do. We know that he is uh, very uh, opinionated. Uh, he's one of the three or four filmmakers uh, in the gang of Kashyap and Sina and Hansal Mehta, uh, politically opinionated on the other side of Kerala stories. So. Is, is fairly enjoyable film. It's almost like, you know, if you guys can make Kerala stories with new nuances or Kashmir files or whatever you guys are doing without caring about the craft, here is me saying that, you know, I'm going to actually spell it out. I don't care for subtext anymore. Uh, fun film in that sense uh, goes all over the place towards the end almost. I'd like to think almost deliberately. It's almost like a satire and a spoof combined on the India we live in today. Um, and, you know, uh, uh, again, you know, like, uh, has to be mentioned that a senior filmmaker's take on how social media and the internet and uh, things work in terms of IT cell, in terms of how hate speech spreads on the internet, very interesting compared to a lot of other filmmakers that might have got it terribly wrong. Here, you could feel like he's condescending on the subject that he is exploring, which is actually not a bad tone to use. And it's sort of fun, and uh, it'll be a good time to mention that it was first of three Nawaz films that we've seen back to back. At least I've seen back to back this year, uh, yeah. May, May in May and June, and uh, first of three very odd Nawaz performances also <laughs> that uh, 
that um, that we've seen uh, very different kind of nawaz uh, you want to uh, talk about uh, him in a, a bit in this yeah and it's uh, the 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 funny thing was that this should have been a warning because he was acted off the screen by the rest of the cast that seemed to know where to pitch their performances and nawaz somehow didn't everyone was better than him in the film uh, bhumi bhumi padnekar was better shareb hashmi was uh, was very good uh, there there were a bunch of performances like all the way down tj bhanu had a excellent uh, uh, turn as 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 the cop uh, uh, it it really um, it was weird seeing nawaz in that situation because nawaz in it and we'll uh, we'll come to the most recent release that kind of sent us spiraling and into mm-hmm. this episode but uh, he's kind of he, he's had the excuse that he's been in a few bad films and you know you can't really uh, you know maybe you can't really do much with those films and so his performance seems bad afar is not a terrible film but mm. he is somehow the weakest thing in it which is uh, which is surprising it's not something that we are used to uh, with nawaz and it, it it does seem like a career that's kind of gone off the rails a little bit yeah that's a uh, yeah good point i mean i i honestly i wasn't as offended by his performance in afa but now that i have watched two more films after that i do realize that maybe it wasn't as intentional as we think it was maybe it's just nawaz going off the rails and uh going into his phase of temporary insanity like a lot of actors and filmmakers tend to go through after a couple of years i haven't, of seen, I haven't seen jogira sara yeah. so i i mean i have seen it and uh, it's 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 just nawaz first of all i've seen nawaz doing comedy um earlier or do, being in a romantic comedy per se earlier but you know when it's a terrible film and when you know you're sort of not challenged at all when basically nawaz gets the license to condescend or to patronize the material he's in it could it could be fun like it used to be in films like you know bajrangi and kick and, yeah. uh, and stuff like that uh, you know and but i don't think it's fun anymore when the film itself isn't as self aware uh and i and think also Navaz- you can do that you can do that trick once twice maybe yeah. uh, is you know how many times that that particular thing where you're running that very thin line between saying that i know this is nonsense and therefore i am going to kind yeah. of manifest that mm-hmm. it's it's not something that you can turn into like a into a regular thing there after some time you just end up parodying yourself then mm-hmm. yeah that's that's it and and it's getting a bit repetitive because we just watched tiku vet sheru and he's be safe to say he's the worst part of the film which has weaker actors but he's still terrible and the film is of course awful but again nawaz having a sort of hat trick of titles where you actually can't watch him more than 30 seconds on screen is i didn't expect a time to come where you know i wouldn't enjoy watching nawaz and his this whole new style of acting where he insists on speaking english as part of his characters and he insists on sort of uh, almost doing a govinda per se in a lot of these scenes where he's sort of trying to uh, trying to have fun 
you know uh, you know very uh, sort of campy kind of fun within the scene by sounding like a bollywood character i don't think it's fun anymore we saw that in jogira sarasa ra and uh, even tikuvet cheru so i anyways like coming back to jogira sara i i think that was in june or in at the end of may uh, that was at the end of may yeah may. so yeah good time to go segue into june which is the month we're in right now and it is uh, it's been quite a prolific month again i'd say uday was in there for a little bit of the month he's been traveling the world this year uh, so i'm going to did you watch kathal i did i caught up with it uh, a little later and i i frankly i was i found it so bland that i really did not want to write about it i'm i'm quite kind of perplexed by people who are finding it a charming yeah. comedy with something to say about the times and i i thought it was a very very awkward film yeah. it was kind of like the kind of film that if rishikesh mukherjee had made it like 25 years ago then yeah. people would have been like oh it's ahead of its time and it's like what a what a charming film i think it's that kind of film but made in today's times and it just seems like really dated and i i, I just i i couldn't stand it i i, I don't understand and i didn't read your review did you uh, yeah no it? i absolutely disliked it like i feel like uh, i don't know how it got divisive reviews or like a lot of good reviews uh, which is still fine but a lot of people seem to have also liked it because it came on the back of the heart basically it's the heart gone wrong and it, yeah. when i say that like in many ways like the premise is almost the same the protagonist is almost the same the con- social context is the same she is again a low caste character uh the only difference is this is trying to be a satire and it is horribly made it is awkwardly made i feel a, a lot of hype came because gunith monga the producer uh, just won the oscar so a lot of interest in kathal being a netflix release and having sanya malhotra was a fine actress uh, fine. as pa- part of a great actor i think this is one of the few like utter yeah. duds that she has been in otherwise yeah, totally misfire absolute misfire like badly directed like i just say it it's just badly directed on paper it might have still been interesting uh, you know as a satire as you said you know rishikesh mukherjee sort of thing or also like mixed with uh, uh, you know uh, some of the recent satires that we've been seeing over the years but it just did not land at any level and i thought it was almost stupid by the end especially with you know raghuveer yadav's cameo and like them trying to pass off pretty much every problem in this country as something that's amusing and something that the filmmaking fails to turn into like uh, a spoofy so it didn't work for me on many levels and uh, it should have ideally because it also had vijay raj in it but uh, again you know it's just the sort of thing that i i felt like one of the most overhyped uh, things that we've seen this year but uh, you know it has been a fairly crowded month in that sense there was also zara hatke zara bachke i don't know if you saw it no no i so vicky kaushal and sara ali khan new uh, romantic comedy uh, it is also the sleeper hit of the year which was surprising to me um, it is uh, I, i didn't like it a, a, a lot i think it was very much in the love ranjan mold of filmmaking or storytelling uh it it tried to be a lot like love per square foot which was netflix india's first original and it also starred vicky kaushal i really like vicky kaushal and i think he's very effortless or it, it didn't he doesn't really steal the show but he's also very efficient in what he does uh i didn't think this was a good film i thought sara ali khan was terrible uh again and uh, she has been it gave me a sort of like ptsd from uh, uh from lavachkal 2 uh 
uh, her performance in this uh, in this romantic comedy it didn't work for me but i can also see why people are liking it it's it's for the same reason a lot of people went to the theater to watch a lot of the love ranjan movies and uh, it's more or less a sort of re- um, regressive sort of message where the girl where the woman decides to sort of sacrifice her dreams and live with uh, uh, her dreams of a new house or a future with her husband alone and then accept his joint family uh, for who they are it's it's more or less like uh, it's more or less like the ranbir kapoor uh, shraddha kapoor film that we love ranjan just made and it's just that on a different sort of scale and uh, for those interested uh, i think it's still in theaters because still a lot of people are still watching it but it didn't work for me um you did watch sirf ek banda kafi hai to yeah uh, i did i um, i i uh, i i think it's uh, it was quite a shoddy uh, effort really i i wasn't very taken with it i th- i thought it was just a very basic kind of courtroom drama and uh, courtroom drama isn't something that uh, indian films do too badly recently but uh, this one had really nothing going for it except uh, and i don't even think manoj bajpayee was great in it i think yeah. he was just you know he was fine he he didn't have to stretch at all <clears throat> except in like the final moments when he starts yelling in court for absolutely no reason except that you know they realize that manoj bajpayee hasn't really uh done anything dramatic for the whole film and so they have him yell in in his closing speech and uh, there's a few moments with him and vipin sharma back and forth which could have been something in a better film uh but um i i thought it was a very um a very very kind of blatant uh sort of uh, social justice kind of film uh not interesting at all on 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 any visual level or uh, filmmaking level uh, kind of uh, very irritating kid in it which is kind <laughs> of a theme for the year and uh, yeah, yeah I, uh, i really don't have much to yeah. I, it's 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 kind of the the kind of film that you see because you know there really isn't anything releasing uh, that week and uh, yeah and well. it's, it's also one of the rare films that released on an ott platform and then due to quote unquote overwhelming response it got uh, a week in cinemas which is very unusual yeah. um i'm happy for any film that can manage that which is not like a you know a, yeah, a, a right hate for the film yeah. so i mean that's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but i was very surprised at again I, i was kind of surprised at seeing some of the reactions of people and um, and praising bajpai in this and kind of not praising him in gulmohar is just nuts to me i mean yeah. if i mean the, if you compare the two performances gulmohar is miles above sirf ek banda kafi hai and and a better film even though it has like a lot of problems of its own yeah uh wasn't very taken with that uh, did you see the santosh sevan film I, i missed it i didn't even realize it was releasing till it had released there's apparently it's, uh, it's called mumbai kar with uh, yeah. vikram masse and vijay setupati yeah i had a choice basically but i chose not to watch it i think a bunch of things were releasing it was the scoop week i think uh, mm-hmm. so yeah I, i i passed on that i think it came on jio cinema 
uh, I didn't hear good things about it eventually. Uh, mm. it, despite, you know, having that cast, I think it was universally panned by, in reviews and uh, I don't think a lot of people like that film. Uh, though I was surprised that Santosh even, I mean, normally we in an ideal universe where there wasn't like 100 titles dropping every week, we would have known a Santosh Sivan film is releasing. But now, you know, the sort of downside of uh, the streaming world is that uh, there's so much that sometimes uh, sort of famous artists or filmmakers releasing their films just get lost in the crowd. So I think Mumbaikar is also technically Geocinema's first thing they dropped this month and they promised to drop one every week, which has been hell for me. Uh, but <laughs> um, but yeah, Mumbaikar, I didn't watch, but uh, I did... Um, we did watch uh, Bloody Daddy, another Geo Cinema film, which uh, which I, we did a podcast on as well. And uh, again, you know, one of the Shahid films that sort of falls short of uh, a very interesting director, as we as we discussed, and uh, it falls short of being fun, uh, though it does show sort of glimpses of what it could do. Again, far more watchable than a lot of other titles in the month, which was Jogira Sarara and. Of course, Adi Purush, which we discussed last week, and uh, Katal for that matter. I'd still take yeah. a Bloody Daddy and a Sirfek Banda Kafir. Sirfek Banda, you know, crowd-pleasing sort of courtroom dramas are very easy to watch for a lot of people because it really doesn't require a lot of intellectual investment. And when you have a good actor in it, it it's always great. Like, I remember very much enjoying back in my childhood uh, um, the Govinda uh, the Govinda film, uh, because it was almost entirely a courtroom drama <laughs> and it was based on Liar Liar or, you know, sort of ripped off from life. But I just, it's very easy to watch these films because yeah. you don't need subtext there. You have a lawyer spelling it all out. You don't have to like look for any hidden meaning. Uh, it's just good versus bad or uh, corrupt versus non-corrupt or social versus, you know, political or whatever it is. So it's all right there on a platter and it's very watchable in that sense. And Sirfek Banda, very loud and, as you said, annoying kid. Same as Bloody Daddy, very annoying kid. I don't know why the father went to go rescue the kid there. Uh, I would have let it go. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that that uh, Bloody Daddy is still far more watchable than uh, a lot of other feature films in the month. Um, I it is, also... but, you know, strange that and kind of disturbing that Bloody Daddy would probably make our top 10 for yeah. the half of year like it's it's insane <laughs> that, like that should be able to but i sh I'm, I'm guessing it would like yeah. for both of us which is just it should not be the case uh, and uh, yeah but uh, we are coming to the crisis point <laughs> which is uh, <laughs> omrout's uh, magnum opus uh, adi purush uh, which we uh, we broke our heads over on an episode, so you should check that one out. And yeah, uh, yeah still difficult to believe that we saw that. And uh, thankfully, early morning, you know, some of it goes away in just waking up, and then there's some coffee to kind of <laughs> get you through 15 more minutes, and then there's only two and a half hours left to uh, kind of go through, and then you know, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, just, I mean, that was a train wreck of, of uh, yeah. insane proportions. And at some point, actually, just for sheer ridiculousness and, uh, and, and stupidity, it became fun to watch. But, you know, that faded, obviously. And, uh, yeah, that's where we are. Yeah. And, uh, I've, yeah. I've still, 
I mean, I'm still, I mean, we are still watching the circus unfold, the Adipurish circle unfold in public. And uh, many of you are aware um, of what's happening. And yeah, I mean, we are not going to get back into it again. I'm sort of sick of it or discussing it. Uh, I, I don't think it should be given enough, uh, so much mileage anyway. For those of you who haven't heard, just do listen to our previous podcast on Adipurish. Easily one of the worst films of the year until we did the watch the latest Nawaz film, which was Tiku Sheru, which is produced by Kagna Ranaut, which was extremely bad. I think it even made me question why I'm doing it. And it takes a lot to do that because I do a lot of this every week. Uh, and I watch a lot of titles that nobody else does. But this Tiku Sheru is as bad as it gets in terms of mainstream filmmaking, in terms of Nawaz sort of losing the plot, in terms of... Uh, in terms of Kangana Ranaut sort of really enforcing her own uh, life story, her voice, her uh, sort of bitterness onto, onto the plot of a film, uh, the way they even treat like a rare film that has two um, sort of Muslim protagonists, a Muslim couple at the forefront, but you can sense the absolute like sort of condescension towards them throughout the film like we can get away with anything let's just make them as unlikable as possible it was almost offensive on that front and uh not surprising to see uh, it's surprising to see Nawaz buy into it but I don't think he thinks a lot before doing these films he is responsible for uh partly responsible for Kangana Ranaut sort of enforcing her hate on onto what she's doing in Hindi cinema so wasn't good on any level uh anything you'd like to mention uh, about this film, no. There's yeah. really, uh, there's <laughs> really nothing to go into, and uh, I mean, I hope Nawaz comes out of it, but uh, it's yeah. not looking great, and yeah. um, it's not looking great for uh, <laughs> Hindi cinema at the moment. Uh, it's not looked great for the past uh, three, four years now. But uh, man, this has been a dismal half year. Uh, is there anything you're looking for coming, you know, in in the uh, in the in the days ahead uh, for the rest of the year? Uh, I was not very uh, enthused by the Rocky or Rani uh, uh, teaser or uh, whatever yeah. that is. So yeah, and that that was not very. Uh, I was mm. not very, uh, uh, is encouraging. Jawan, we are yet to see, I think, anything like a trailer. Uh, what else is there? Hmm. There's Animal, which uh, the chances of me liking it do not seem very high. Uh, <laughs> anything on your radar? Not uh, no, no, not anything specific. I look forward to the new Shiram Ragan whenever it does sort of come. Maybe that's that's the one with Setupati? Yeah, Setupati and Katrina Kaif, which sounds fascinating. So uh, I... I very much look forward to that as I would any uh, Shiram Ragan. Uh, looking forward to watch uh, watching Alia after a while in the new Karanjor film. Uh, haven't really seen the teaser, can't say, but um, not very confident about Ranveer Singh anymore. But I will watch Alia in anything. So let's see how that goes. Uh, also, Karanjor hasn't made a film in a while. I don't know how it'll sort of come across now given the landscape and given we we haven't seen a film like that for a while. Um, I'll be interesting to see the reactions to uh, that. Uh, I'm also, of course, Jawan, the new Rajkumar Rehrani donkey at the end of the year. Um, I believe he's also done a web series, which is supposed to release sometime, uh, sometime uh -huh. this year. Uh, I read about it. Uh, there is also... 
a show releasing next month uh, which is um, which is uh, uh, who's the patal lok creator um, our favorite um, sort of writer um, sudeep sharma's new show sudeep sharma. yeah sudeep sharma uh, sudeep sharma's new show is releasing next month so i am very much looking forward to that um Oh I, yeah, this is the one with, um, uh, with the guy from Meal Patthar and uh, yes, yes, uh, yeah, Surinder yeah. uh, Surinder Surinder Vicky and a bunch of people I think are there. Yeah, so that I believe is releasing on July fourteenth or something along with Tom Cruise. So it'll be a good. I think it's going to be a good month next month in terms of blockbuster filmmaking. Hindi cinema, of course, can't say much, but uh, web shows always looking for. Uh, just before we sort of. and i'd like to mention i watched five hindi web shows this month already and it's not the end of june uh, so you can, i i mean two of them i mean one of them was scoop which we did talk about which we had mixed feelings about the uh, the lead performance but a fairly solid show otherwise in terms of journalism in terms of a uh, lot of things hansel mehta still more or less near the top of his game so and he has also announced camp 2003 uh, which is due later this year something again i'm looking forward to um scoop was uh, was ideally tech, it would be the best hindi web show of the month but for me that was school of lies which released a not star avinash arun show um mm-hmm. get to see is, uh, yeah which is entirely sort of set in a boarding school uh, about culture of sexual abuse about uh, a terrific cast and lot of them young actors and children uh, mm-hmm. again we've seen avinash arun direct children very well in killa uh we've seen him sort of co-direct patal lok as well so uh, no doubt about his uh, excellent cinematography again school of lies he is a cinematographer by craft so uh and it's not the kind of cinematography you expect from a hill station based boarding school film uh it's very different uh, it's not as bleak as you imagine it's very interestingly shot the indoor spaces as well excellent performances across the board the children are directed very well uh there is also um a bunch of very good adult performances uh, so i would recommend that uh, i think it's going to be the dark horse this year in terms of uh, everyone's list towards the end of the year uh, i i i very much uh, think it's right up for me along with farzi at the top of the uh, at the top of the list i did watch uh, also ji karda which was terrible it was like former shorts please redux i did not uh, review former shorts please but ji karda has tamanna bhatia in her ott debut and it was awful uh, it, it has a terrible cast it's written, written by husain dalal and i think abbas dalal uh, who also wrote the bhuvan bam show at the beginning of the year which i didn't mention because it was very forgettable jikata uh, was terrible ye meri family second season the new tvf show came out which was uh, very forgettable um, i wouldn't recommend it even though it has its own audience it does have a lot of tvf fanboys uh going crazy over it um and i did just watch uh, kafas uh last week or say this week which has sharman joshi coming back after a long time with uh, mona singh interesting cast but about again um, abuse uh, more or less deals with uh, uh very topical things about um, sort of a bollywood uh, superstar who has been who's a predator who has sort of Uh, been abusing a child actor, and the child actor's parents are Sharman Joshi and Mona Singh. Interesting premise on paper, uh, but sort of 
just very bad filmmaking very insensitive uh, very you know commercial in a sense and it also stars mukesh shabra who is a casting director as the journalist in it which is an irony because he was one of the names also in during the me too movement if you all remember and um, uh, i think eventually he was acquitted but he uh, at least four or five complaints against him and it is also created by um, tafas was created um, i think by the director of um, by the director of uh, i'm i'm not sure because it, it for some reason it wasn't mentioned in the credits online but it was direct created by subhash kapoor who again was one of the names named in oh, uh, yeah who was again one of the me too names uh, early on and of course he's made shows after that and of course i don't think a lot of streaming platforms are very open about credit to him but his name is listed in wikipedia as the creator even though it isn't on the show itself which is very interesting to me uh, he did direct maharani or uh, create maharani which is the huma kureishi show so it's sort of ironic that uh, both of them like uh, sort of subhash kapoor and uh, even um, the casting director sort of team up for a show like this um uh, lot of image management happening uh, but uh, very dishonest show that's why i had to mention them in context of the me too movement also uh, you know whether they were uh, sort of eventually acquitted or not is not the point it's just it feels like they're trying very hard to clear their names uh, by some very dishonest filmmaking and you don't often say that when it's a show dealing with such sensitive themes and it was very gossipy in the sense they were trying to like allude to various superstars we know about and they're trying to allude to like a lot of real life events so i don't think it was a very serious show and uh, yeah that's pretty much it for june in terms of uh, long form shows a bunch of them are released and uh, i watched all of them yeah um i mean in terms of stuff coming out i think there's just i'm i'm looking forward to the new uh, mari selvaraj film uh, called mamanan i i like both of his uh, previous films parer and perumal and karnan and the new one is uh, fat fasil and it has vadi velu and uh, it has uh, rehman on the soundtrack which is interesting yeah. because his previous two soundtracks were with santosh narayan and uh, those were spectacular uh, soundtracks and uh, i think it'd be interesting to see what Rahman and him can do because I I really feel like in terms of using music there I mean he's he's right up there at mm. the moment Mari Selvaraj is like I think one of the the best directors in terms of like mm. figuring what to do with music in his film like he puts a lot of thought into it so huh. yeah I'm I guess I'm looking forward to that it should uh, I think it's coming later this month or uh, maybe mm. next month uh, yeah uh, and um, otherwise uh, there is basically no hope and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are in for a bleak time uh, yeah. uh, praying for a few uh, shri ram raghavan and maybe something coming out of the blue uh, that might surprise us but uh, frankly uh, streaming is going to be where i think we we're going to get anything like quality and uh, yeah it's not looking great mm. for the film at the moment but uh, i guess we could revisit at the end of the year and hopefully have a little more to kind of uh, talk about in any kind of uh, positive way mm. 
Here's my cue to tell you that since Hindi cinema is so bleak right now, how about starting to review a few web shows and like no, feeling no. a little confident about how we are doing? No, it's it's uh, it's a lot of work. It is. <laughs> it is a lot of work. And in the end, it just it's still one byline, which really annoys me uh, because it takes like three days of my week and. I mean, I'm not complaining. I do it, and a lot of shows are good, so very rewarding. Like School of Lies, nobody saw coming. I was very, very happy to be uh, one of the first reviews out that was really praising the show because it, it is a very difficult show to like. Uh, you, you sold me on that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and look it up now. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Otherwise, you know, it's 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 a tough job. Hindi cinema isn't very encouraging, as you said. But I am uh, fairly bullish about uh, web shows, and hopefully the streak continues. We've had a couple of very good web shows this year. Uh, already five very good web shows. So, um, so yeah, let's hope uh, that keeps me sane and us sane. And uh, hopefully, they'll be watching a uh, more of them. If not, just not to review them. Maybe we can talk about a few good ones like Scoop and 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 uh, The Hard and um, and fuzzy. So, so yeah, uh, thanks everyone for listening to us, keeping patient with us. It is a particularly long podcast, but we were re- uh, recapping sort of six months. We didn't even get into like Hollywood and which was initially my idea because some of our favorite titles have been Hollywood, like John Wick 4 and Spider-Verse and all, but maybe some other time, um, maybe down the line because this, we've already gone on long enough about Hindi cinema. Uh, for those of you who have any suggestions, do write into us on Twitter or uh, email and uh, Thank you for listening. Then we'll be back soon. I'm traveling for the next two weeks, but we'll, we'll be back in July where a lot of uh, big releases, the new Nolan film, the new Tom Cruise film, Barbie, bunch of them we'll uh, hopefully talk about. So, um, so um, see you soon and uh, take care.